welcome to Detours, the podcast. Y'all know what's up. Let's get lost. What is up, y'all? If you have been following along on my, on our, I should say, blog portion of this podcast, you will know that the brand spanking new MacBook Air that I bought um, a few months ago, um, like four months ago, it has, it was always, the screen was always blinking out like constantly and I had to troubleshoot it. And of course, Apple was no help. They were like, you know, it's been over 14 days, so we can't take it back. We can't help you. And I was kind of like, okay, and I troubleshooted it. I did a troubleshoot a few times and it would work for a while and then it stopped working and work for a while, stopped working. And so now the screen has gone completely black and I'm just like, yo, I had a, I had an Acer, a little $300 Acer that I got from Walmart back when I was getting my master's degree and it lasted about seven years and with no problems. And now I'm like, what do I do? Do I get another MacBook? Not the same version, of course. Or do I get another Acer, you know? I guess we'll find out. But that's been the hold up. So I've decided that instead I'm just going to record record episodes and then I will post them as soon as I get a replacement. But I wanted to get on because I haven't been speaking about this, but you know, my goal is to be a full-time entrepreneur, of course. But in the meantime, I do have to work. And I was going through a, so much mentally in the last year that I took a leave from work. My job, along with many other things, was driving me absolutely bonkers. And I decided to take a leave from work. I had been working at this company for about 10 years. And I decided to take a leave because... I was doing so many roles as a black woman with so many different roles, so many different duties under me when everybody else is doing like the bare minimum that every time I went to work, I was just not feeling it. And not to mention like dealing with the um, like, what do you call it? Like the office antics and the different people in the office and just having to just be so fake every day. I just couldn't do it anymore on top of trying to figure out what was going on with me mentally and physically. Like I had so much going on. My hair was falling out. I was getting stressed, rashes, and I had to go. So I took a leave and at the end of my leave, I decided that I had to take a gamble on myself and not go back. I had said, like, I just can't do it. I can't. And it's 10 years, so I was just like, I got to step out. And I was getting interviews and everything like that, and I said, you know what, I got to take a chance. So I took a chance, and luckily, thankfully, I shouldn't say luckily, but thankfully, I actually did, after several interviews and changing my first name on um, my resume because, you know, my first name is what, you know, it's a longer type of 1990s name. And it definitely, I think, has prohibited me from getting jobs. But I changed my name on my resume and took off my master's degree. But the job I actually ended up getting, they had my resume, which did have my master's degree on it. And not only that, 
the base pay for this job, the regular base pay, is $25,000 more than what I was making. And with bonuses, they are claiming that this job will be with it's a automatic bonus, not it's not a bonus that you may or may not get. It's an automatic bonus. And with this bonus, they're saying that the pay will be over a hundred thousand dollars. Now that's just what she says. Now, me coming from a job that did a lot of lying, I'm gonna have to see it. So I can't get too excited about that now, but I'm like if they give me a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> within a year, oh baby, baby. But you know what I would like to do is use all of my bonus funds and put it towards my nonprofit. That's what I would like to do. But so we shall see. But I'm just thankful. But in the meantime, before this job even starts, I'm still interviewing. If something better comes along, okay, I'll take it, which I haven't seen anything better than that, but I will take it, but I'm just so thankful to God, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like, yes, yes, Beyonce said quit, but before Beyonce said quit, I was going to quit anyway, but since she said it, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Beyonce, (laughs) but um, I just think that more people should, and I think that more people are finding out and are realizing that quitting before you start getting all these different things under your belt is the best option. Like when my mother or I should say my family forced me to go out and get a job instead of going to get another another degree that which would have been just one more semester in school, they like pressured me to get this job. Um, I feel like it definitely like prohibited me from doing a lot of things. And since I went ahead and got the job, I went ahead and got bills under my job too. I got a, I got a, my first, my first brand new car. I shouldn't say, well, I should say my first car from a dealership, from a big dealership. I had two cars before that, but I got my first car from a big dealership. And I had that car for like a year before I, I decided to get another brand new car. And um, I've had that car ever since. And then I got an apartment and things like that. But what I'm saying is I started getting you know, bills under this job, bills based on this job, which kind of um, like trapped me in that job. Like I trapped myself because I'm doing this thing where, and I preached to myself and to other people, like don't blame other people. Like I trapped myself. Yes, I was pressured into taking that job, but I trapped myself into that job by getting bills because I wanted to get away from those same people who pressured me to get in that job. And so I want to be the type of opposite kind of parent, but that's what I want, but I'm trying harder. I'm trying harder to do that. And my son is getting so much older that I'm like, oh my gosh, I really... I'm going to have to entertain some niggas if I want more children (laughs) because I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, my gosh, I'm already over 30 and in my very early 30s. And it's like, how did this happen? I was literally just 18. Like I was just 18. But um, I'm like, I have to really entertain some niggas like this is scary. Oh my God. Like I'm going to have to drop it like it's hot, but we'll see. So yeah. Um, the next thing. So yes, I took a gamble on myself, but 
I don't know if time or my psychologist helped me to, you know, be better mentally. Of course, there's always God in my prayers, but I don't know if it's time because, you know, time does heal or it was just a mixture of these things because while I was on leave, my regular therapist, a black lady, who I, she's good, but she's a therapist. She doesn't have a PhD, so she couldn't help me when it came to my leave. So I had to quickly find someone with a PhD in psychology to, um, you know, to do this leave portion. And that ended up being a Caucasian woman. And I, from our conversations, I decided that I could only tell her surface stuff. Like, I decided, like, she does not understand my plight, the plight of the black woman, the black family, the black single mother. So she doesn't, I'm not going to tell her all these different things because, you know, she she's not going to get it. And she doesn't get it. And she didn't get it. But when I was on leave, it hey, it did what it needed to do. But so I'm like, now I want to go back to my regular therapist. And so I'm going to have to let her go now that this this new era is, you know, less than a month away. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> so let's see what's next. Um, Yeah. So I'm like, I'm really excited. And I just want to encourage people and encourage young girls, like, do not trap yourselves in these jobs and really don't um, become complacent because of that. And don't give up, like, make changes. Like, you know, people will say what they will, but it's like my my direct sibling, my sister, has a regular name a name that is neither white nor black a regular name is even a name that is doesn't even have a gender you will see people who identify as women and men with this name she has not had a problem getting interviews and jobs growing up and we are quite the opposite and so it's just like that realization that when I changed my name I had so many interviews, I couldn't even keep up. I changed, and when I said I changed my name, I only, I used my middle name. And I didn't use my first name on my resume. I used um, just the first letter, my middle name, and regular last name. And that's what I mean, changed. But you would not believe how many interviews I had. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I really could not believe it. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was back-to-back interviews. Like, I had a couple days where I double-booked myself, which remind me to never do that again. But, yeah, so, you know, I want to start focusing back on my nonprofit and start really getting out and educating young girls because just based off of, my nonprofit on top of this podcast was has always been about telling people what I know based off of the mistakes I've made. And so that has been always been the purpose. The mistakes I've made, bad decisions I've made, and also what I've learned from bad decisions my friends have made and good decisions my friends have made. And um 
good decisions I've made. But, you know, just you cannot get complacent and you got to keep pushing. And like with this job, even if it is a hundred thousand dollars, which I've never I have never touched. But if it makes a hundred thousand dollars in my account. Um, even with that, I don't plan to stay still with this job, not 10 years because the great, the awesome ladies I interviewed with, they were like, I've been here eight years. I have been here 10 years and I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, well, that's you, but me, I'm finna turn up. (laughs) So we'll see. We shall see. But overall, I'm just thankful. And I've been doing some reflecting because... Um, yeah, like, you know, it's August. It's the next August. I'm thankful to be here. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the last, these last few weeks, somebody has been on my mind heavily. And this person really been on my mind every single day since, since, you know, they came back into my life. They were, they've been on my mind every single day. And um, I can probably remember one day in the last one or two days in the last um, year where they weren't. But I'm working on that. But what I'm saying is sometimes you see stuff on social media and you see these entrepreneurs and they have like all this following on um, social media. And you think like, man, like, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to do this and I'm trying to figure out you know, how to be, you know, self-made and be a full-time entrepreneur and have a product to sell and all this good stuff. But I took a real step back and thought about this stuff. I was what, when you choose to be an entrepreneur, you give up different perks that come with regular employment. Now, I think for being a full-time entrepreneur, especially as a single parent, is great because, to be honest, to be very honest, you could potentially get food stamps. You can get other type of assistance where you don't have to worry about, like, regular things like food food and health care and all that. But there is a double-edged sword because if you have good employment, like a regular job, not like a fast food job, but any type of full-time job, 40 hours where you have benefits and you have good benefits, there's different perks that come with that as well. Okay, you're not going to get food stamps or anything like that. But when I left my job, I was leaving with a pension, a 401k, all this money that I could potentially get out if I so choose that could be that could equal more than what I would make in a year and so would still be able to take time off and get any type of assistance if I so chose, which I didn't even know ahead of time. But yeah, I was like, dude, like being employed for 10 years, it was not my plan to be with this one company for that long, but I didn't leave empty-handed, you know, I left with something, you know, (laughs) so um, I think that's important to keep in mind, so now, 10 years later, I'm like, "Mm -mm, I can't stay there because, 
yeah, I've been there for 10 years. Yeah, I got this pension and stuff, but my pay is generally the same. So within 10 years, I got about 10,000 more dollars as far as my compensation. But their thing was they put they include benefits as a part of the compensation package. Well, now um, a new job will offer 20 something thousand dollars more than that. Or we could say $60,000 more than that and a compensation package and a bonus. I mean, so... I think I'm definitely going to partake because that will help me get to the next level because to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to need that fund, those funds, that funding to help me get to the next level because, yeah, you want to you have to be in a good mindset to actually do good work. Well, I can only speak for for myself. I have to be in a good mindset. And a big part of my mindset is having my financial affairs in order. And so that will help me be able to focus on my um, passion projects. So yeah, it's something to keep in mind. And I'm glad I will be able to share both sides of that with anyone who enters into my um, nonprofit, under my nonprofit for networking, for advice or anything like that, I will be able to communicate that like, hey, you have a choice, but this is what it is. And for a lot of people, it's not working all these hours, but if it gets to that point or if you're already there and you're ready to stop, then let's do it the right way and get, you know, get whatever you can and so that you can be more efficient in whatever you're trying to do next. So, um, yeah, so I was just thinking about that. I was thinking like I was feeling like less valuable because at the time, I felt like somebody didn't see me as valuable because of like this different popularity things. But um, now I realize like there was so much value (laughs) going on over here. But anyway, off of that. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that overall. And a new thing on Twitter, well, not Twitter, but really TikTok that I've been seeing is this new this new to- coin term called um, quiet quitting, and so quiet quitting people are saying they just reduce the amount of effort they put into their daily job, and I feel that I really do. Um, before that term was co- was coined, I was what was I calling it? Well, I just said I was not going to do so much, not do all these different things they wanted me to do. And I became like the girl who used to be a yes girl and now she is not. And so um, I stopped doing all that extra stuff. But in the long run, it really made me just unhappy to be there because I'm like, why am I here? I don't want to be here. I don't want to do anything. I'm not going to do anything today. I don't want to do anything. And then if I'm at my desk, very busy by applying for other jobs and someone comes and bothers me, now I have an attitude because I'm like, some of these um, applications are extensive. So what do you want? (laughs) Like, I'm busy as fuck. 
putting in an application while on the clock at somebody else's job. So it was interesting. I don't recommend quiet quitting whatsoever because it just leads to too much in the long run. You can quiet quit if you're going to leave immediately. But if you don't leave immediately, then it's just going to end up with, you know, you being the one who is unhappy and negatively or or not contributing to your mental health. So that's just my opinion on it. I just never would never understand why when you have a black woman on a job, you expect them to do so many different tasks. Like people expect them to do so many different tasks, but when a different race of someone is on the job, they can only do so much. It's the weirdest thing, and I, I don't like it. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like, don't even waste your time trying to quiet quit. You need to quit quit and move on and get a plan because, I don't know, there was a thing a few years ago where it was like people were saying that it's easier to find a job when you already have a job. And I'm going to say, well, it's better to find a job when you don't have a job or when you leave a job on your terms. That way your grind is so much harder because you need the funding. You need you need a lot of stuff. So I say quit and work harder to get to the next level. But this time that I've been out, like when I took a leave, this time has not been easy financially it hasn't been easy um mentally because interestingly enough I really just wanted to get a different form of employment but like I said previously I was not able to attain that using the previous resume I was using and my uh, government name and for whatever reason during the 90s parents had this thing it was like whoever can come up with a name that has the most syllables and the most letters wins and I'm like they never took into account the fact that we would actually have to be in society and get a job in a world that was already prejudiced before we came along so Yes, people saw my first name and immediately just said no. And when I took my first name off, it seems as it seems as if I was getting a lot more interviews. And there were people who found out my name and I feel like they did not hire me because of that, but that's fine. And you also have to take into account that I am a dark-skinned black woman, so that's a other thing. And I'm not small by, I'm not like petite, so that's another thing. And so, um, yeah, I think all of that plays a role. And you won't see many parents naming their children um, names that one would consider ghetto these days. You won't see many. There are still some, but it's like, if you name your child that, even today, then you need to be ready to have a hefty, hefty savings account for the, that child or those children because they may or may not be able to find good, great employment. And by great employment, I mean like making four to five K, you know, right after college, four to five K minimum, I mean, 
So, yeah, you need to be prepared for that. And so I already knew. And, you know, honestly, this name talk is not to say I don't like my name because I actually do. Because it's my name and I think it fits me. But, you know, everybody does not have that same opinion. I was talking to my psychologist or therapist about that, too. And she was like, I see what you mean about the name thing. And you should just use your nickname. I'm like, I've tried that, too. But what seemed to have worked was taking out both and using my middle name. So, um, yeah, she agreed. And like I said, she's an older white woman. And that's precisely why I can't tell her all my business. She can only get surface level stuff that I really don't give a fuck about. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that's what, that is what it is. So that's why when I was having children, I already knew that I only wanted my kids to have, I wanted them to have a really short name, like three letters or, you know, three letters or at, at most maybe five or six not like 10, not no apostrophes, stuff like that. Nothing like that. No thanks, because I already knew. And so it just is what it is. So next, I wanted to talk about like, you know, just having a plan, executing that plan, even if your ultimate goal is to be a full-time entrepreneur. And like, I believe that Unless you look a certain way, this entrepreneurship based solely on like, you know, the way you look or get ready with me, stuff like that is fleeting. And if you're not really like selling something, then you really, really, really got to have like other plans because one day you could be on and you can have a lot of followers. The next day you can still have a lot of followers, but not a lot of engagement. So that's just my opinion. But I'm no expert, of course, on social media. I'm no expert. So, yeah, I was just thinking about that and how I had to leave or wanted to leave the company. And it ended up being through um, taking a leave of absence. But, but y'all not going to believe this. I had been gone for the company for a whole month when all of a sudden... I started I started the process of getting my pension out, everything. I sent the paperwork in. Then all of a sudden, I get a phone call and I get a text message and an email stating that I don't know what exactly happened, but somewhere or another my file went through the corporate hands that handle our handle the company's leaves and they told my local office that you know, my situation was not handled correctly. And basically, I need to be reinstated as employed. I'm like, bro, I appreciate you and everything up there in corporate, but that's not what I wanted. <laughs> that's not what I wanted. So now I'm going to be forced to actually um, tell them like, hey, take me out of there because I'm trying to get my pension. And not only that, I am starting a new job in two weeks. I need to be, y'all need to take me up out of there. Cause I'm not, I, I, uh, uh, I can't turn down a job making way more than I was making. And that can potentially 
make me, you know, happier on the job. So I can't turn that down. So no. Mm-mm. So now I'm going to have to tell them like, hey, y'all need to take me out of here immediately because I appreciate what y'all are trying to do, but it's already been a month and I have moved on. And so I'm trying to go forth and be happier. And it's not there. You know, my previous job, they used to, like I said, I don't know if I said this already, but I felt like I was oppressed, like slavery. And they used to say certain things that would make it seem like we would never find a better job. And I couldn't disagree because before I was hired there in 2012, I couldn't find another job. They're the only ones that hired me. And during this whole time, I had been applying and I couldn't find another job. I I haven't offered a couple jobs. They were paying less, so I didn't take it because I had a certain amount of bills I had to pay. So I didn't take them back then. So I had turned down maybe one or two jobs in the last 10 years. But that's because they were not paying at least what I was already making. And it's like, why would I leave this job where I don't really, if I feel like I'm not going to, you know, if I come in and I don't feel like doing no work, then I didn't do no work. You know what I'm saying? So um, why would I leave that to go do some work for less money? Like, that doesn't make sense. So, um, yeah, like I couldn't find another job. So I was like, yeah, maybe they're right. And then they used to always threaten people with being fired And then on top of that, they used to have meetings and they were like, if you're not happy here, seek excellence elsewhere. And I'm like, baby, that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm about to seek excellence elsewhere. And so, you know, that's that on that. But I always say, and even in my some of the interviews I've done, I appreciate that job. It was my first job. I was able to use it for what I was able to use it for. But I was never able to use it to get ahead. At no point could I save any funds because I was living paycheck to paycheck. So all of my funds was literally going to all of my bills. And I believe that was a big contributor to my, you know, depression that I had. Like, I'm a young woman. Obviously, I want to be able to do things for myself. Because I want to get my nails done. I want to get my hair done. I want to do things for myself. Because, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And, uh, like, you know, you should do things for yourself. Especially as a single parent. And especially a single parent like me who, like, has never, like, you know, every decision I make has always made has always been, like, I'm thinking of, will this be okay for my kids? So that's why I never let other guys come over my places. I never introduced him to a whole bunch of guys. Now, granted, he's a boy. So a part of me was like, well, you know, it might be okay if I bring other guys in, but I still did not. But yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to bring other guys in here. I'm not going to have all these different guys around me who might, you know, abuse me or abuse him and I'm not gonna I can't I can't take that chance because some of those you know first of all and I and I always say this you know parents and a lot of us raising our kids we kids aren't gonna agree with everything that the parent does 
in the raising situation. But so they already get that type of like, you know, trauma for lack of a better word. But then bringing other people in their trauma that they'll cause into the mix is just too much. Okay, and so I honestly I don't bring up my family often because I probably already said this too before, but I already wrote my book on things that happened and I let all that stuff go because I decided that I would no longer be a victim. So I let all that stuff go. Now, sometimes it comes in my head. Somebody does something else. and I'm just like, you know, I'm like, I'm going to say something. But I'm like, no, because I'm sure they probably listen and they really want me to say something. But I feel like No, it's no reason to say anything because what's the reason? What I mean, I can't think of one. Like I said, I mean, the most of it's in the book. And then from the book, you can probably deduce the rest because it's actually not everything that happened in the aftermath of all that is not like not something you probably wouldn't guess because of other people with similar stories. And so, yeah, so I just, you know, I think that being happy in general as a working adult first starts with being happy on your job. But I in no way think that someone should stay on a job for 10 years or more. I think that for most people these days, entrepreneurship is the way to go. And I agree, but it's definitely more difficult for black people because there's so many roadblocks for us because of our skin color or size or name. And, um, you know, a lot of things aren't made for us. And so it's difficult in that way. So, hey, but we'll see. I mean, I'm just grateful either way. But tune in to my next episode. I'm talking about... (laughs) How, don't yell at me, don't yell at me, I'm about to, or I'm already back on some dating websites. And they got some cute guys out. I don't know where these guys were last time, but they cute. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, you know, we'll see what happens. But, you know, all good things. I'm just saying, like... I'm back on these dating websites and I have some rules that I want to discuss with y'all because, you know, I'm a single parent and, you know, rules are us. So I want to discuss those next. So tune in next time. Peace.